In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Lights off, but oh no, we keep the candle lit. I keep my opinions to myself, cause you can't handle it. I get on the track, my only goal is to dismantle it. Banger after banger, got the school and now the hammer. Last year I dropped my first CD, they loved it. All of them witnessed, but y'all ain't seen nothing. We made the CD with barely no money. Imagine just what we could do with a budget. We had to kill it, it never was optional. Get out the way, yeah, we pushing the envelope. We had to stop just to make it unstoppable. They asked for my point of view, I say tropical. Cause I'm in my All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Stick Song of Fantasy Football Podcasts. <laughs> Wait, wait, no, no, no. I was going to say the clickbait of fantasy football Oh, fantasy we football are the clickbait of fantasy football podcasts. Um, my name is Christian Brito, and joining me for a third episode in a row is Armando Crespo. You're on fire, man. That's right, man. I am fire. You, you are fire. Um, you mentioned that we're the clickbait of fantasy football because I came out with an article on uh, Friday talking a little bit about... our website. Huh? If you haven't gone to our website, check it out. Yeah, eatsleepfantasy.com. That article is the 13 best-looking people in fantasy for 2018. This is going to start being a yearly edition. Some of the names that made the list include John Chapman, Jamie mm-hmm. Eisenberg. Okay. He's got so nice on the eyes. Akbar Baja Biamila, of course. That dude's actually very attractive. Just going to throw that out there. He is. He is. I'm, not, I, I'm surprised I... Yeah, I don't want to ruin it. And for more <laughs> uh, people and their hotness scores, you can check out easilyfantasy.com, along with some of our more serious writing, um, which is on there from guys um, who have put a lot more time and effort into fantasy football and know a lot more about it than I do. But if you want to check out their writing, you know, uh, you can do so easilyfantasy.com. You know, I... I have no problem becoming the clickbait of fantasy football. Like BuzzFeed was clickbait forever, and then they became like a legitimate source of news. You know, like okay, it's okay. Uh, TMZ started out as bullshit news, and now they break every like celebrity story there is. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's legitimate. We just it's a different source, you know. Like we're just a little different. Like it's all good. You come for the fun, stay for the party. I don't. Know, that's not how it goes. There's a phrase I'm trying to say. I come for the news. Come for the news. Stay for the party. I just made that up. That's good. Come for the news. Stay for the party. Or come for the party. Stay for the news. Won't either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can work on this. This is gonna be our new tagline. Yeah, I like it. All right. I just do. We have a tagline right now. No, but I. I think that's. I think that could be it. Let's uh. Let's let's tweak it a little bit. I think I think you're onto something by putting. Come for the news. Stay for the party. I think the way you worded it was better. Okay, good. All right. Uh, anyways, we are going to be finishing off our previews, the second round, the later game. So it's not going to be a terribly long episode. But uh, without any further ado, I think we should just dive in, get through it, talk a little bit about what needs to be said here, 
And then uh, at the end of the show, we got a stick song for you. So, Armando. Wait, wait, wait. We got some big news. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some little DCS. Yeah. Oh. Yes. That's oh, I thought you wanted to dive no, right no, no, into no. The... First piece of news. First piece of news. Joe Mixon, um, he was in and out of the game on Thursday night. He looked great when he was on the field, but his knee's fucked up and he's getting a drain. He's going to be out for two weeks. Um, some people feel like it's G- the Geo show right now. You feel like it's Mark Walton. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think that Geo's a change of pace. Mark Walton will probably get some uh, the early down work. I think they're both uh, low-end RB2 slash flexes. You feel comfortable if you're in desperate need, play them. But I don't think they're um, like a TJ Yeldon or Austin Eckler type handcuff. I think uh, I think you can get away with a good stash of Mark Walton. Yeah, uh, I have him in our in our dynasty league, and I think he's a a decent little stash there just to see what happens. Cause if this were to linger, I think both of those guys are flex plays for as long as you have no mixing. Yeah. Anytime some guy, some guy goes under a knife, you should be a little worried. I know they just say two weeks, but still like it's, it could be a lingering issue, you know, like just keep an eye on it. And if he, they, somehow you don't get him on the waiver wire, like someone's going to drop them, get him on your roster. He won't be back after two weeks. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it, going to take like very four. Worrisome. Yeah. Be worried. Not that um, worried. He'll news, be back. He'll be I, fine. I, I, but he might be fine. But there's still like that. He'll be he'll be op- starting in three weeks and back to himself in four. Right. But the fact that he's been injured just increases the chance he'll be injured again. Fair enough. Yep, that's true. Um. So another piece of news: uh, they announced that Mariota is going to play, but Gabbert might play as well. So I think we kind of dropped down all the Texans, not Texans, the Titans this week. They are going against the Texans. Um, I think it's a little nerve wracking that they're going to, they're even considering that. I mean, Blaine Gabbert looked awful. So I don't know. Corey Davis could probably drop down my ranks a little bit. Okay. Do you agree? I, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, I uh, I really don't know what to do with this uh, with this Titans offense right now, man. It's ugly as booty. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not touching it. I have Henry, but only because I was high on him, and I don't know if I'm going to stay high on him. See how this game goes. See how the flow. It just goes. feels like there's it, the upside for anybody on that offense is so capped. Like you're yeah, never going to have a wide receiver one or RB one. Um, so it just feels capped. The offense as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Freeman is out this week, so fire up Coleman mm. and make sure to take Freeman where, out. Where where like, does Coleman's that put Coleman for you for let me let me see because I adjusted uh I adjusted my I rank adjusted for my rank goos, I'll tell you right now. So before the injury, I had Coleman, I think somewhere in the twenties. I'm probably gonna jump him up to fifteen. I think it's an okay matchup, but he is really good when he's the only he back. is yeah, in my Coleman. top twelve. Oh, you already changed yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. I'll probably have him around 15. There's some good matchups this week. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, Coleman. I'm going to update it right now. Yeah, so I have him at 28 with him out. Uh, I'm probably going to jump ahead of Peterson at 16. He'll be so. probably at 11 for me when it's all said and done. I think I'll take Coleman over Jordan Howard versus Seattle. I have Jordan Howard ranked nine right now. Kareem Hunt at ten. Lamar Miller at yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. 
He's behind Alex Collins, Jay Jai, Dalvin Cook for me, Lamar Miller, Kareem Hunt. I think even I mean it's not a great matchup, but I think I'd still rather have Tevin Coleman uh, because this is going to be a bounce back game for Atlanta, and I think Coleman has a wonderful opportunity to score. Um, <clears throat> he could be a guy that I could I could see him having a two touchdown game, but I think he definitely leaves this game with a score. So I think yeah. that that floor is built in with some upside. Uh, so I like him a lot. Um, moving on, uh, Marquise Goodwin is out, so I think it's safe to fire up Dante Pettis this week. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a little bit yesterday where uh, even with Goodwin being out, I don't love Pettis. Maybe you I, – I, I think it's safe to fire up Garcon and Kittle. Right. Garcon was limited because of his matchup last week. Yeah. He was being And shadowed. also he dropped uh, the fucking touchdown. Just dropped it. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I think Pettis is a good wide receiver three. So if you have him, I, if you need him, if you're going to play him, he, I think it's he's a guy that you could start. I'm not saying to fire him up because he's a must start. I'm just saying if you, you know what I'm saying. Like, no, 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 no. Well, then you need to reserve your fire him ups. Okay. Your fire him ups uh, is fire him up. Like put him in. Put put me uh, in, coach. Okay. That's more like like, like warm it up a little. Keep an eye out for Dante. Put Pettis. it on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the trunk. No. It's a stashing metaphors. Is it? Get fired up? Oh. No. Yeah. No, fired up is a cooking metaphor, but it's also like a speeding metaphor. Yeah. I just thought food. Uh, fired up. Of course. Mm. Um, next person out, uh, Darren Sproles is also out. So that kind of means, I think that kind of helps Corey Clement. It doesn't really help JJ um, in any way. I don't think he was going to eat into his work. So... That's just something to keep note. If you have Darren Sproles in a PPR league, make sure you take him out. Um, I think that's all the big news. Did I miss anything, Brito? I'm still trying to figure out the fire it up thing, man. Like another term to use instead of fire no, it up. Yeah, like fire it up. It, I think you should reserve it for like. No, you're Tevin right. Coleman you're right. this you're week. Right. You know, fire, fire him up. up. You got to get in your lineup. But like so Dante ice Pettis him. should be like put him on ice. Like defrost him. him. Yeah, defrost. <laughs> put him in. Put him in your. Uh, put put uh, the defrost sitting on the mic. By the way, you don't defrost in your microwave, right? No, no. I. You I leave it out in your sink for a few hours for it to defrost. My right? mom defrosts. Like, like growing up, we defrosted, but it's kind of gross. I try to limit my microwave use. I don't even own a microwave. Okay, that's the truth. So I really limit it. Oh, okay. Well, you don't own a microwave. Yeah. I feel like I don't use my microwave that much either. I wish I had one. It's so easy to... Oatmeal? I eat oatmeal from the microwave. Oh, that's gross, dude. You could just boil water. Yeah, but it takes so much longer. Uh, I have have a gas-powered stove, so it's like instant. Like, it's pretty fucking... It's pretty... Defrost. All right. Defrost Defrost. Dante Pettis. We'll we'll figure something else out. We we got this. No, I like defrost. I like defrost. I think that's what we should do. We need to do a scale. You and your scales. I got ninety. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm you know if I was a little more muscular, I think I would have gotten like a ninety five. Back. All right. Let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Yep. All right. I want to go back to. Uh, I think that's all our news we got. Want to go to week two previews? We can go to week two previews. Um. Can <clears throat> Can I talk to you about something? Oh, I love it. Uh, did you hear this Eminem response to Machine Gun Kelly to MGK? No. Did you I hear didn't. it? 
And now I'm seeing like all these posts like, oh, rest in peace, MGK or whatever. And I feel like those were like people were going to respond with that no matter what. Because the Mm -hmm. Eminem response was okay. It was Mm -hmm. fine. There was there was like four or five really solid lines like that were great. Like, you know, probably hurt MGK soul a little bit. But other than that, it was it was whatever. Um, right. And I feel like people are so like whoever's more popular, they're so willing to. All right, he won. He buried the other guy. Are we not listening to the music anymore? Is no. it just a popularity no, I contest? I think so. I can't believe this is actually news. Like I didn't even like. I thought that was just you guys being like goofing no, around. No, it's huge but... news. Huge news. Is it? People actually legitimately care about this stuff, and what? I kind of care, but like, I care in the sense of. I want people to try harder. If you're going to put out music and you're going to be a millionaire, put out good music, man. Well, there's not a lot of that anymore. Sad times. Rap is dead. It's not dead. It's just <laughs> it's, it's overly inconsistent. It's, 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 it's in slumber mode. Like it's, you know, it's going to come back hot. Maybe in a few years when Drake's not rapping anymore. All right, so the first one we're going to talk about is Arizona at the Rams. Take it from here, Brito. Arizona at the Rams. I'm not, I'm just going to say I don't really hate Drake. I just I just don't like his face. He looks like a douchebag. Why are we talking about Drake? I don't know because I said Drake a minute ago. Okay, and I feel like I offended you when I said. Uh, that. fire up your Todd Gurley again. Woo. Yeah, no problem. Start Todd Gurley. Do you think all three of the Rams receivers, Woods, Cooks, and Cup, are startable? Like. I mean, they're all pretty much like wide receiver two slash flex, right? Um, no, I don't think it's like that. I think you have a uh, a inconsistent right. low end wide receiver right. one, high end wide receiver two, and Cooks. I think you have a consistent low end wide receiver two and Cup, and then you're going to have a hit and miss guy with Woods. Based on their value, who would you rather own between the three? Well, I, I like Cooper Cup because I got him late, and I think you're going to get a solid, consistent guy. Mm-hmm. But I like Cooks a lot. Do you yeah, really? love Cooks. Love Cooks. Okay. He's going to have a great year. All right. Well, you could probably buy low, low on him this week. Yep. He's not going to be shadowed by Patrick Peterson is what I'm hearing. So that's good news for Cooks owners. Um, they're going against Arizona. David Johnson has had some back issues. He did practice this week. I'm personally concerned about David Johnson. I've always been concerned about David Johnson. I just don't trust him. I just don't trust him at all. So I guess you got to fire him up because where he drafted him, but I am a little worried. He did practice this week though. Okay. Um, David Johnson, like you mentioned, is going to be fine, but, uh, you worried a little bit about that offense because he he scored last week, but that offense did not look good. No, he wasn't even in the game, the full game. Like he exited for a long period of time. That makes me nervous. Okay. Uh, RSJ. I'm firing him up. (laughs) (laughs) He's not on defrost mode guys. I think he's ready ready to get fired up. I mean, we saw what Jared Cook did last week. Um, RSJ did not look great last week, but you you ready to put him out there? 
He has a high snap count, and he has a lot of targets. This is the week that he explodes. I feel fully confident in him as a tight end 12, low-end wide receiver one. I mean, if you're in desperate need, I think he's one of the guys that owned. I, I picked him up wherever I could when I lost Holson or Walker. Okay. All right. I, I like him a lot more than Eifert. That's interesting. Okay. Detroit at San Francisco. We mentioned a little bit Marquise Goodwin is out. Stafford looks like he's going to be just fine after a little bit banged up last week. And Blunt, full participant in practice this week, even though uh, you know he was listed as having a shoulder injury. Impact player, you mentioned Dante Pettis, so I'll let you go with this one. Um, yeah, Dante Pettis is supposed to be the go-to guy. With him out, I think Garcon is actually going to be the number one wide receiver on that offense. He was being shadowed by a good corner last week, so I feel fully confident in Garcon over Pettis this week. Um, but if you own Pettis and you're in desperate need of a wide receiver, which you shouldn't be because there's so many out there, you know, fire up Pettis because he could be slightly defrosted if you picked him up early. I got a, a guy you can... <laughs> eat this. I got a guy that you can <laughs> fire up on the other side of the ball, and that's Golden Tate. 11 targets last week. We saw what Adam Thielen did with six catches and 102 yards last week against this yeah. defense. It seems like they're going to have trouble covering the slot receiver this year. And so that's where Golden Tate's going to operate this week, and I think you're in for a good game if you're a Golden Tate owner. Something to note that Kenny Galladay did have more, was on the field more than Golden Tate last yeah, week. and had 11 um, targets as well. I feel really good about Kenny Galladay. I mean, he is going to be – I feel like he's going to finish the season as a wide receiver one. I think it's safer to roll with Golden Tate right now. As their wide receiver think, one. Right, okay, exactly. Just want to – Clarify that. He's not a, yeah, I think he's going to be a low-end wide receiver, too, for the season. Okay, gotcha. I think there's a lot of, there's some good receivers with Marvin Jones, Golden Tate, you know, Kenny Galladay. That's why his, his only fault is the amount of mouths to feed over there. Um, but, yeah, I feel really good about Kenny Galladay, but I think Golden Tate is a safer bet this week. But if it continues at this trend where he got 11 targets as well, like, I think it's fine. Like, I think they're going to be a wash in the end. Okay. All right. Um, anything else you want to mention in this game? Um, I, should I drop LeGarrette Blunt in our dynasty yes. team? I feel like I want to hold on to him just in case he becomes the guy from last year. Just in case. But he's dropped. Yes. No, he's Raiders not. at Broncos. Uh, Case Keenum, man. A solid streamer this year, uh, this week, I think. Uh, 329 and 3 with the three interceptions, though. Um, and, you know, they look, the offense as a whole looks pretty good. And uh, definitely that offensive line seemed. Very solid, and they're playing the Raiders. No pass rush. So I think Canem's going to have plenty of time to throw. For me, that means a good game for guys like Emmanuel Sanders, who I am bumping up quite a bit this week. So give me some Keenum and give me some Emmanuel Sanders. I feel uh, really good about that, too. I think I have, and Demarius Thomas. I have Demarius Thomas ranked 12 and Sanders ranked 15. I think it's a. I think I'm higher on them than most people, but I think it's about where I think they're both must starts this week. Okay. I mean, what are you doing with the running backs though? Like Philip or Royce? Like I picked up Philip in all my. It's teams still Royce. Philip is going to be their third down receiving type guy, um, but that doesn't mean Royce is going to go away. That just means Booker's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I didn't do that trade with you. I mean, I still got who I wanted. And I still got the pick I wanted, and I got a receiver that could be good. There you go. We worked out. We screwed over Wade. 
Yep. He's, yeah. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> did. a three-way trade where I got what I wanted and Kenny Stills. Who did you get? I got Will Fuller right. and a 12. Yeah. It worked out. It worked out for everybody. Yeah. He got a keeper. He's, you know, already sucking for, for next year. All right. <clears throat> uh, on the Raiders side of the ball, who do you like there? Is it, uh, is it just Jared Cook, maybe? I think that yes. Oh, and I don't, no one's ever talked. No one's talked about this guy at all. But Jalen Richard, like I feel really good about Jalen Richard. Richard. But the yeah. reason why I like Jared Cook this week is because Will Dilsley demolished the Denver Broncos last week, um, and he's a tight end for the Seahawks. And this week, Jer- uh, Jared Cook is going against the Denver, and they do not protect, they do not defend the tight end very well. So I feel like Jared Cook is in for another good week. But I think he's also so high. I don't think he's consistent enough to continue this crazy 180-yard receptions, you know. Of course. But I think I feel good. I feel good How about How do you feel about Cooper? How do you feel about Jordy? Oh, fuck. I, I've always hated Cooper. I don't think Cooper. I did not draft Cooper. I've never drafted Cooper. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not draft Cooper. I've never drafted Cooper. I don't want to be involved with Cooper. No. Cooper too much tried to hype. call me He's on my not- phone one time. I ignored it. <laughs> Yep. Oh, you want to be? I want to be on Easley fans. Like, nah, I'm good, brah. I'm good. I don't need your sorry, inconsistent ass on my podcast. Uh, too far. <laughs> Patriots <laughs> at Jaguar. <laughs> Leonard Fournette did not participate in practice all week. Is listed as a game time decision. To me, it seems like he's trending towards not playing, which is a little bit surprising to me. If he doesn't play, TJ Yeldon, where is he at for you? If he does not play, TJ Yeldon is a running back to not a must start. And Grant is a flexible running back. I think they'll split the carries. I think Yeldon will be more passing. Grant will be more running. Um, and I think Grant's a more talented running back. He just needs his, the chance. Yeah. Okay. Do you agree? Uh, I don't agree. I think TJ Yeldon is uh, just as good. Um, he's just never been given that full opportunity. Um and I, I think he could put up a very nice game. I know that you do not like him. so. But I think I think Yeldon has the opportunity to be a very good play this week. Um, on the other side of the ball, Patriots running back situation is a head-scratcher. Because mm. right now, you're really looking at, if you're a Burkhead owner, owner, you're hoping Michelle doesn't play. If you're a Michelle owner, you're hoping Burkhead doesn't play. They're both questionable. I think they both have a chance to play. So, but I, I really can't give you a solid answer on this backfield. Um, but I think you could potentially fire them both up. No, nothing. Fire them. Yeah, up? I don't know. I thought, fire I, them I, up. I, I, was, <laughs> I have no. I, I don't. Re, I don't have a rebuttal. I think you're right. I mean, if whoever plays, you start them if you can. Um, as a as a running back too. Okay. Let me let me give right. you a asking for a friend scenario. Okay. Sure, right. sure, so sure, sure. Michelle and Burkhead, let's say they're both active on Sunday, right? Right, right. But let's yeah. say you had um, Alfred Morris in a good, in a very good matchup at home versus Detroit. What are you doing? I'm playing Alfred Morris. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Uh, I currently have Alfred Morris ranked 37, um, hmm. And I have Burkhead ranked 31, 21, but that's if um, Michelle is out. So that's going to change dramatically once Michelle, if Michelle plays. Okay. 
Morris, Alfred Morris over Matt Breida. I have it that way. I think that San Fran is going to be ahead in this game and be running it. Yep. Uh, again, I strictly PPR and standard. I'm going with Alfred Morris and standard, Breida and PPR. Um, it's a strong line. Like I feel really confident in that line. Okay. All right. Next uh, next game. Oh, well, let's talk a little bit about the Patriots wide receivers here. Uh, Chris Hogan, poor performance last week. Do you think he, uh, he'll have a, a nicer week this week going up against uh, probably mostly uh, Joe Hayden? DJ Hayden. DJ Hayden. I don't know why I read it as Joe Hayden. I don't know. It's not even spelled but it's DJ the same. Hayden. Nope. Um, he allowed a seventy-five percent catch rate You're last week. You're rubbing off on um, me with these fucking name mess ups. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's my dyslexia. I don't know if I really have dyslexia. Probably but I, not. I think I might. I C's and S's confuse me. You know. I don't know. Let's not get into it. But, um, yeah, I feel okay about Chris Hogan. I've been trying to buy low on him in all my leagues. I haven't been successful yet. He is benched on a bunch of leagues. I feel confident that he's going to bounce back. But I also feel like Philip Dorsett is here to stay. I don't think it's a fluke. Interesting. Um, The only other – yeah, I mean, the only other guy there is Cordell Patterson. Um, And I don't think Cordell Patterson is a good wide receiver. I think he's good and fast at returning kicks. But um, it has to be Philip Dorsett and Chris Hogan. And when Julian Edelman comes back, I think Philip Dorsett is going to retain that role. Okay. I think Chris Hogan's going to have a better week. And you could probably, somewhere between defrost him and fire him up. Um, I don't feel as confident as I felt before, but I think you can play him. Okay. Okay. Giants at Cowboys. Um, I know we have listed here as our impact player, Saquon Barkley, but I'll give you a better impact player. The Giants defense, even mm, at good one. Dallas, man, that offense looked bad. And I just feel like this might be a situation where um, you can get away with playing an okay defense against a horrible offense. Until they figure out that offensive line situation, that offense is not going to be great. Anyways, Saquon Barkley, I think I think he's going to have a good week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's bold, Brito. Good job. Okay. <laughs> who? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, I have a question for you. This is you're gonna be, sure. Who might actually have a good week on the on the offense for the Cowboys outside of Ezekiel Elliott? Anybody? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. I feel really good about Cole Beasley. He is a decent wide receiver in the what? in you know in the slot. I mean, he's gonna get targets and he's gonna get receptions and he's gonna get yardage. He's gonna end up with like. 10 receptions for 70 yards. In PPR, that's fantastic. The Giants are not a good defense. They just have a good matchup. And Cole Beasley is not going to be defended by a good corner. He's just going to have the opportunity to get yards. Seven receptions for 73 yards last week. I I guess those are on eight targets. That's, uh, I suppose, doable. I mean that's still good. Like in a PPR, you have him as your flex. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's great. And you got him for free. And he's the best receiver on that team right now. You know, Gallup might turn up later in the season. You know, once he's defrosted and ready to roll. But I still feel like Cole Beasley's the guy to own right now. Tyrell Williams didn't do anything. Not Tyrell Williams. Terrence Williams. We're terrible with names. What's going on? Uh, maybe it's maybe it's Friday. It's, it's Friday, Friday, bro. It's Friday. 
Got to get down on Friday. Spider Man. I am going to go play Spider Man. I'm kind of jealous. That game is really good, man. I keep hearing about it. Um, so impact player for the Cowboys, obviously we Ezekiel Elliott and then Cole Beasley. I don't think they're starting anyone else. I include Zach Prescott. I think he's droppable. I think I don't know if that's too bold, but no, he's I don't think he's worth Super droppable. Yeah. yeah. Last game here. I think this is going to be a fun game. Seahawks at Bears. No Doug Baldwin. Mm. Who are you firing up on the on the passing offense for the Seahawks? Because somebody somebody's going to have an impact and. Can I just say, it's not going to be Tyler Lockett. He's been there forever, and he's never been good. I don't understand why he's being rostered all of a sudden, just because he got paid. Yeah, just because I he got money in your agree pocket. With doesn't... You. So who is it for you? Because I, I, I think it's I think it's Will Disley, okay. and maybe it's it's going to be someone out of nowhere like Moore or Disley or you know CJ Procise. Like it's not going to be Tyler Lockett. He's had this opportunity. Dogwin has missed games. He's never been good. He's never going to be good. He's just so he's wide been receiver hurt three a lot of part of his a, lo- a large part of his career. Um, I I see the potential for him to have some good games while there's no Baldwin, but I sure. I think the biggest beneficiaries here are just like you mentioned, but even more than that, Brandon Marshall. I understand that he's yeah. older. I understand that he was hurt last year. But he looked good, good in game one, and he's going to have yeah. all the opportunity to be good again in game two. I think he's going to be touchdown dependent. I think he's going to, sure. if, you know, it's going to end this. He's going to end the season with like 500 yards and eight touchdowns. But you're, tell, okay, you're telling me uh, what I care about is this next four week sample size, which is the time frame that I think Doug Baldwin's going to miss. Over these next four weeks, think, he can't score a touchdown a week because I think that's very possible. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think Marshall's very good. In the red zone, I don't think fifty he's yards and a touchdown. Yardage. You're happy yes. with that, especially in exactly. the standard league. In flex, he's fine. Okay, All right. Uh, so the Bears impact player, we have Allen Robinson as impact player, but I'm kind of moving like towards a little more towards Jordan Howard. Okay. He's actually catching balls out of the feet, out of the backfield, and he's never done that before. So, in a PPR format, I feel even more confident about Jordan Howard. In standard, I feel fantastic. He's going to get all the work. I agree with the impact player we have here for one reason. That Seahawks pass defense did not look good last week, man. 300 yards. I, I understand they're ball hawks. They get interceptions. But they let Keenum pass quite a bit last week. And I think you can see that same sort of production possible for Trubisky. So I think Allen Robinson might be a good play here. Uh, played 90 Six percent of the snaps last week, almost never left the field. So, my only argument with this is Trubisky's still the quarterback. At least he's fine. Howard's more dependent. He's fine. He he's probably, I would say he's probably the twenty fifth ish best quarterback in the NFL. Okay, but he's fine. You can, we can't all be uh, Ryan Tannehill. We can't, we can't all be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I went a different Ryan. That's good. Uh, at least he didn't go Matt Ryan. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another Ryan. Ryan Leaf. Ooh. Ryan Mallett. He's still in, Ryan Mallett's still in the league, right? Who's Ryan Reynolds? No, no, no. Oh, God damn it. Ryan Mallett. Who is he playing for? Ryan Mallett. He's not in the NFL anymore. Oh, he's a free agent. Nobody signed him this year. At least we can't. He was in the NFL there. last Probably. year. Oh, Mallet. Yeah, he was with the Ravens. He, he was, was with the with Ravens the last year. He, he was the guy who was yeah, uh yeah, yeah. who was drafted um 
I want to say I in the third round, and everybody was like, this is the the successor yeah. to uh, Tom Brady, and that was seven years ago, and Tom Brady is st- mm-hmm. st- still going still strong. <laughs> Not just playing, still like an elite quarterback. I hate that guy. <sighs> he needs to go away. He gets all the ladies. God. All right. Um, I think that's the end of our podcast. Do we want to cover for anything else? Oh, so stay tuned for our stick song. But before stick, that, stick, stick, guys, stick. DFS lineups. I- I'm going to say this again. $5 for the week on EastleyFantasy.com or $50 for the year. For the year. Who is doing that? It's not bad. Do the math. That's going all the way through the Super Bowl. That's 20 weeks. For fifty bucks, you're paying two fifty for an e- a, a, a DFS lineup. You can also check out our Eat Nation packages starting at five dollars a year. You can do that all on EatSleepFantasy.com. Join our FanDuel two dollar contest. You could do that on EatSleepFantasy.com by clicking the link. Um, so, let us know any questions. Join us. Follow us at EatSleepFF. Check out our articles. And Armando, close us out. Wait, I just want to say, I think our our success rate for DFS was like 50% this week. So that's that's pretty good. No, it was way higher. That's actually way higher than that. Really? That is that is the ROI for Austin, the return on investment on his DFS lineups was like 800%. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How, how are you not leading with that, dude? Because <laughs> I don't know right. the exact <laughs> number, but I know that he hit like on everything. On like everything he put out. That's awesome. Yeah. I maybe I'll maybe I'll give him five bucks. Um for Christian Brito, I'm Armando Cresswell. You can follow us at Eat Sleep FF, me at Thunder Crestwell. How's your house? Brito, well, I see we'll Brito. That for next episode. Oh, my house is um I think it's okay. I got it was on Fox News, which is pretty cool. Was it really? Uh, it's not yeah, that the guy who was driving around my I live in the I live in the hood, so they were driving around the hood. It's like this is what it looks like and like oh. So yeah, my house is okay. Um That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. There's no flooding yet, but I know the hard rain's coming now, so we'll see what happens. I'm leaving on Sunday to go home, so I'll be watching the football on my radio, listening to it. All right, peace out. Listen to the song. Stick, 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 stick. Stick, 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 stick. your stick bag. Yay! Just time for one more thing. Doggy Hawk! Oh. Doggy Hawk. <laughs>